Thank you for tuning in to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. We pray this podcast blesses you as Pastor Calvin King delivers a message from God. You don't need your faith to keep you. What is faith? Advanced information that I receive from God. God told you in his word, I will hold no good thing from you as long as you walk upright before me. If you renege, every right to take it away. And God does not have to take it away, but there's an enemy out there who would be very glad to take what God gave you. So don't play with this thing called faith. You can get it, but you can't keep it if you won't live right. So here we go. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. I was hoping for that car. That key became the substance, but faith is twofold. It's not only the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. The key was the thing that I was hoping for, but it was the evidence that I had something that you couldn't see. I, I had that key. I could tell my friend, man, I got me a car. And they would believe me even though they didn't understand it. They didn't know how I got it. I didn't know how I got it. I didn't know why Ford Motor Credit would give me a car the way my credit was. But God overlooked what my credit was and saw my heart. And listen to me. My heart didn't change towards God. I still loved God, but my actions wasn't showing it. Faith without works is dead. I couldn't hold on to the car because my faith was dead. I didn't need faith in God to do it for me no more. Why? Because I had it. So my relationship with God needed some work. Some of you guys hadn't gotten what you want because your relationship needed work. Mm -hmm. You know God wants you to have it. But you can't get it because your relationship is off. You don't spend time developing this relationship. And God is so loving and so kind, he gives you the things that you want and hope that your relationship would be more important. I gave my kids, against my wife's best wishes, I gave them a, what was that, a PlayStation for Christmas, something like that. They loved me so much. They were loving their daddy. Boy, they were so smiling at me. Until they got into that PlayStation, I'd come home and slam the door, and they wouldn't even know I was at home. That PlayStation was more important to them than I was. What's your PlayStation? What's your PlayStation? What is it that's taking the place of your relationship with God? You spend more time with it than you do with him. And when you need your faith, your faith is not going to be where it needs to be to handle the next trial that comes in your life. Yeah, buddy. All right, so now, <laughs> so we got that understanding. <laughs> now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's also the evidence of things not seen. Because I had those keys, everybody that I talked to believed that I had that car, even though they didn't see it. Those keys represent what I had. Faith is the thing that makes people believe in you. Believe that you can do what you say you can do. I could go so far with that, but anyway, let me keep going because I'm doing a review now, and I need to get past these slides in order to get it to you. Hold on. Come back. Let me read that I had at the bottom. I'm sorry. My bad. Change my mind again. All right. If you're hoping for some things, you're going to need the substance to get those things. How many of you are hoping for something? It could be for a raise. It could be a bonus. It could be more money. It could be your health, your healing. It could be your children. Well, you're going to need faith to get it. If you want something from God, you're going to have to have faith to get it. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
What you want is already manifested in the heavens. So all the promises of God are yea and amen. They've already been released the moment you ask for them. Now what you need to do is to reach up in heaven and grab it. And the only thing that can reach from here to heaven is faith. That's the only thing God's honoring is your faith. When you ask in faith, you believe that you've got it, you shall receive it. So now faith is not on that, but it's evidence. So if you're hoping for things, you're going to need the substance of faith if you're going to receive it. It will pull it from what you're going from, from, from the spirit realm into the natural realm. There's no distance with faith. So what's hidden in the heavens can be yours on earth. But you're going to have to have the faith to shoot into the heavens by believing and pulling what you want. And as it becomes through that heaven realm, it begins to manifest with natural stuff. And then you see the natural manifestation of what you've been believing for. Whether it be healing, deliverance, your car. You can't tell me that this don't happen because I've got it. I've got too many things with faith. <laughs> Look around you. This was in the spiritual realm. I knew we had it. I believed it, but it hadn't manifested. But by faith, it pulled it out of the natural realm into this earth realm, and you see it now. So don't sit here and tell me faith don't work. You're a part of it. You might see these walls and the, 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 the metal and this and this, but baby, what you don't see is faith. I see faith in this. I see how this manifested. So don't tell me faith don't work. You don't want to believe it worked. This was in the spirit realm, and now it's in the natural. And it got this way by faith. Amen? All right. Let's go on. Watch this. God understands that in this earth realm, things are important to us. Are things important to you? You know, you... You, you like things. What things you like? Money. God realized money is important to you, okay? And he does not mind you having money as long as you ask him. Amen? As long as the money don't have you, he has you. So he says, I don't mind you having these things, but I want you to first to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things that you want will be added to you. So God said, I don't mind you having these things. As long as you got me first, you can have all these things. You can have the money, the car. God don't mind you driving a Lexus or a BMW or, or whatever car is in your heart's desire. God don't mind you having a house. He don't mind you having a mansion. God wants to see you having these nice things. He wants to see you. He says, it's my good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The whole kingdom he wants you to have. He told Abraham, he said, Abraham, look out among you. He said, whatever the sole of your feet touch, I'll give it to you. So, baby, what do you want? Stop being afraid and acting like God don't want you to have nothing. Oh, I'm, leave, I'm living the, uh, the broke life, the humble life. You can do that if you want to. I'm going to watch you while you do it and see how long you like it. But I realize that by me walking up right before God, things are coming after me. He told us in Deuteronomy, some of you can believe that the curse is going to come on you more than you can believe that the blessing is going to come after you. He said, I have commanded the blessings to overtake you. And when the blessings come upon your life, it's because you're being obedient to God 
and it's just a system that God put in place. Because many of you have been rebelling against the system, and that's why your stuff has been cut short. It's hard to activate faith when you're in disobedience. Therein lies the battle, the enemy himself. If he can get you in disobedience, he can block your blessings. He can block your blessings. And many of you right now, God has some stuff for you, and you can start seeing it materialize. And then the attack comes. The opportunity to sin comes. And you yield to it, and therefore God put I told my our class before, I say sometimes you're just not ready for something. And because of your immaturity, God does something for you. At some point, it's on a level where you can reach. If you're a crawling little baby, and you crawl up there, you can get up there, and you can play with this thing all day long, Okay? But if I realize that you've been acting a nut, I'm going to take it and put it up on a higher level. I didn't take it from you. I put it up for you. Some of you are not ready for your blessing, and God see the way you're acting and the way you're handling yourself, even though you have faith and full of faith that you want it and that you want to get it, you get it. But God says, you're not handling this right. And he takes it and he put it up on another level. It's here now. When you grow up, you can get it yourself. Some of you all just need to grow up with your faith. You're getting stuff, but you haven't grown up. You're still yielding to the temptations of the devil, and God began to block it or take it to another level and say, when you grow up, you can get it. God ain't, God's not taking anything from you. He's just moving it until you get to a point where you're ready to handle it. I can handle the cars that God gives me now. I'm not acting a fool. I drive like I got some sense. Sometimes I'm the slowest thing on the highway. People go around me all day long. Fine, I got some sense now. You can go down there and do what you want to do. I got some sense. God has taught me. I have learned something with this faith walk of mine that I've got to know my God. I've got to learn to walk in obedience because the blessing stays on the obedience. It lifts and removes itself from the disobedience. Why? Why? Why would it move? Because God cannot be a partaker of your sin. He can't bless you when you bring in a curse. And the curse will not come causeless. There's something that you're doing that caused your blessings to be cut short. And you got to look at your own life. Amen? All right, so first you've got to seek the kingdom of God, his righteousness, then all these things that you want in life will be added to you. Again, as I begin to preach on, on faith, there's no way you can sit here and hear this message and stuff not start happening in your life. You, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. As I feed you the word of God, your faith is going to increase and you're going to walk out here and feel like, I can conquer this, I can get this. And by right, you can get it. But I've got to teach you how to maintain it. It's more than just getting it, baby. You've got to maintain it. I had that car, but I just couldn't maintain it. I had that car six months. Six months. Brand new car. And tow it up. Thank God I had what we call gap insurance. Mm-hmm. Some of you need some gap insurance the way you're living. All right. Next. Here's our biggest challenge. Psalms 84, verse 11, that's what I gave you before. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No what? No good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. Faith is speaking right now. 
grab a hold to it. God is telling you, I withhold no good thing from you if you walk upright. Did you see it? Did you hear it? Where's my pointer? Let me help you to see it. Uh-oh, Tyrone. No good thing. You did, did you hear this? This is a promise from the Lord. Get it in your spirit. This is faith talking. This is the word of God. Faith is advanced information that you receive from God that you must act upon. Now, here it is for you, for you to take. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. So if I walk upright based on what I just read from your Bible, from the Bible, from God's word, no good thing will he withhold from me. So all the good things that I see out there, I can get. I can have the nice clothes. I can have a nice home. I can have a nice car. Why? Because they are things. And God said he won't withhold that from me. If I want it, I can get it. How do I get it? By faith. Where's the faith? He told me what to do to get it. He said, I already released it in the spirit realm. It's already there. And how do you get it? Walk up right before me. Now, you can read between the lines. If I was a devil, what do I need to stop you from getting your stuff? The devil took my stuff. No, he didn't. You gave it to him. He ain't took a thing. You gave it to him. You exchanged. God asked you a question. He said, what is it with a man exchange for his own soul? What is it that you want so bad that you want to do that you would do in exchange for the blessings I have for you? Smoke that dope. Drink that wine. Drink that beer. Have you some sex. Whatever you're doing outside of marriage, whatever you're doing wrong, that's the price tag that you're going to pay for your stuff that the devil going to pay you for your stuff. You want peace? You can have it. But the devil come in with some stupidity, some stupid stuff, and then you mess up and you do it. Well, it's the price of peace. Oh, boy, yeah, y'all listening now. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you need it. And I'm going to give it to you. It's going to be up to you what you do with it. You can walk right out of here and watch me drive by you on a nice ride. Because I'm going to get mine. I'm going to walk up right before him. You hear me? And you can be broke, busted, and disgusted. And I'm, you know, I help you out once or twice. But at some point, you're on your own. And then you'll be, that preacher. Yeah, he don't help me three times. <laughs> I thought God was long-suffering. No, you need to grow up. God has no respect to person. What he did for me, he would do the same thing for you. All you got to do is decide that you're going to walk up right before him. Amen? I don't mind you seeing. Some of y'all have a Maserata. I ain't even seen one. I ain't even seen a picture of one, I don't think. Whatever they call it, my son's going to be talking about they want. God don't mind you having it. He just don't want that thing to have you. So no good thing when I was holding them that walk up right before me. Watch this. What do you want? Do you even know what you want? Do you even understand what you want? Some of y'all want some stuff that you know God don't want you to have. Mm -hmm. He's already married. Mm -hmm. Yeah, turn some air on. It's getting hot when I say that. 
So by you using your faith and waiting on him to get a divorce, you're trying to get God to break up something that's holy. He is not going to do that because of you. Let that sink in. I don't know who it's for, but you can stop asking for that. He is not yours. Uh-huh. You got it? Can I move on? See, see, I'm going to say something about that and then we'll move on. What? You know, I, I belong to this woman right here. <laughs> I belong to her, okay? You, you can't have me. Not only will you get in trouble, Miss King, but you'll get in trouble with God. And then not only that, I put myself in harm's way. So I have to have enough sense to know that God is not going to let me get away with murder. Mm, Y'all don't hear me, do you? I put myself in that place so you can put yourself in that place. By faith, all things are possible, except that that is impossible. You're not going to make God out of a liar. You're not going to make God break his word because you want somebody's husband or somebody's wife. That ain't happening. When he already said that every man have his own wife and every wife her own husband. Don't want nobody else's. All right, so now, now we got it going on. Now let's talk about what we can get. Since you know what you can't get, all right? Therefore I say unto you, what things, not folks, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. We're talking about the things in life. You can get these things by believing. And where the devil battle going to come in at to cut off your belief system. To make you act a fool so that you'll short-circuit your belief system. How many of you have ever been believing something and, and you messed up? You did something that you said. Don't raise your hand. Okay? But you were believing for it and it was being manifested. It was coming from heaven to earth. It was beginning to manifest. But you did something stupid and it got hung up. It's still there, but it's out of reach. And now you know it. You don't want to admit it, but you know it. That cost you. Mm-hmm. It's still up there, but it's hung up. But Pastor, I don't believe. There's a guy who was praying in the Bible, and, now, and while he was praying, his prayers were held up for 21 days. The Bible says that the, God told him, said, the moment you asked for it, it was released for you. But that angel, that devil, that demon, the prince of Persia, stopped that angel and fought with him for 21 days. So how long have your blessings been hung up? God is faithful. When you asked him for it, he released it by faith. But because of your actions, your inability to walk upright before him, the devil had every right to fight that angel over it. And then now you go back and have the audacity to judge God unfaithful? God, I was in faith. I had your word. I've been confessing your word. And God, you were supposed to. God said, I did the moment you asked me for it, but because of your lifestyle, because you weren't willing to walk up right before me, you couldn't get it. So don't judge me as being unfaithful when it's your unfaithfulness that's on trial. Am I being too hard? You want me to lighten up? You have not because you ask not. And then when you do ask me for it, you ask amiss so you can consume it on your own lust. 
Not for the kingdom's sake, because you want to be looking good, because you want to have it for you. You want to do it. It's all about you. God said, I don't mind you having money. Because why? Because the world understands money. Money answers all things. But I gave you the money so you can bless them out there so they'll know that there is a God in Israel. There is a God in your life. But you get it and you consume it on your own love. What the money that God, extra God gave you? Well, I bought me a dress. I bought me a car. God don't mind you having it, but there's somebody in greater need than you. You don't realize it, and I don't want to get you out of balance, but when you loan, you loan it to the poor. God said, I'll pay you back. I don't get mad when I loan y'all some money and y'all don't pay me back. God's going to pay me back, and he's going to pay you back for not paying me back. I don't have to get mad at you. God got a way of getting even with you. How do I know that? Because he told me, vengeance is mine. I'll repay them. So you just keep your heart right. You keep walking up right before me. I'll take care of that. Now, some of y'all are going to be paying me back, right? Ha! <laughs> keep going. I'm sorry. All right, y'all, look. <laughs> Never mind. All right, next. Let's go. Why? Watch this. Faith must be developed so it can be released. Some of you are trying to release your faith that hasn't been developed. You're trying to release what you, now hope is powerful, and hope make it not a shame. But when you're hoping for something, it's not the same as having faith that you got it. Hope deferred makes a heart sick. When you're hoping for something and you don't get it, it has a way of depressing you. But faith is positive. It's not negative. As long as you're in faith, you can't be negative. Because now faith is, when you get something by faith, you know you got it. When you're hoping for something, you're just hoping for it to come because you hadn't gotten it. Faith is a receiver. When you're in faith, you got it already. You're missing it. When you act in faith, you know God already has done his part, released everything that pertains to life and godliness. You having a ride, let's say a car, that pertains to life. God has already released that car for you, and now you know a deep knowing inside. I know I've got it. Even though I couldn't drive that doggone car, I knew it was mine. It was mine. And since it was mine, all I had to do was stay in alignment with God to get it. Hope. Mm -mm. I had it. You don't have to hope for that purse. Why? Because you got it. That's how faith is. I don't have to hope for things when I know I got it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Your faith pulls you for what you've been hoping for into the natural and you'll just know. Have any of you all got to a point where you just knew something? You just, it was a knowing. It's just a conviction down inside that you just knew it. That was faith, baby. That was faith. All right, so you've got to stop. You must stop being negative when things go wrong in your life because that pulls you out of faith. When things don't go right in your life, baby, use your faith. Faith is always positive. It's going to keep you knowing that something good is on its way. You might not have gotten that that you were hoping for, but faith tells you it's something better. 
It will calm your tail down so that you can stay faithful to God. Mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter two, verse chapter twelve, verse two. King James Version says this: Looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, or the developer of your faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he what endured. And you don't want to hear this part, but faith will take you through some stuff. Uh huh. And if you hold on to faith, it will drag you right on out of the muck, the mire, the quicksand, or whatever you're in. It will pull you out. If you hold on to your faith, and how do you hold on to faith? He just told you. Put some joy before you. Stop looking at what you're going through and look at how you're going to come out. Some of you are so depressed because you can't see nothing. You won't look through faith, and you don't see nothing ahead. Then look through faith's eyes. Look through the eyes of faith and know that I'm coming out. And you'll start feeling better. You're like, shoot, now I'm not coming out. I'm coming out with a victory. You hear me? Stop letting the devil depress you because when he depress you, he's going to whoop your head. He's going to make you feel like you ain't never know God. He's going to make you feel like that word ain't working. and It ain't worth holding on to. But if you're looking onto Jesus, who's the author and the developer or the finisher of your faith, look at the joy that's set before you. The Bible said the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He endured the thing that was supposed to separate him from God. He endured that. In other words, he embraced it. And became obedient to it. Because that cross was designed to make him pay the price for the sins of the world. Some of you all had embraced your cross, and therefore, you're not ready to move ahead. Well, what's your cross? What's the thing that God gave you to sacrifice yourself on? You didn't know I was going there, did you? Some stuff that you're dealing with right now. You know what? That's your sacrifice. Uh-huh. You're dealing with some stuff right now. You know it ain't right. Baby, that's your sacrifice. That's the thing that God wants you to bring to him and put it on that altar. Your heathenistic ways. Jermaine trying to define that word. Look. I'm under the anointing. I can call those things that be not as though they were. I can create a word out of nowhere. You better go put it in Wikipedia, because guess what? I just made it. Yeah, write it down, put it in a text, let everybody know there's a new word out. Heathenistic ways. Now, don't mess with me. Yes, sir. I can call it to be. Now, don't y'all walk out here acting like no heathenistic person. <laughs> Nine, Jermaine. Anyway, so he endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of God's throne. You see the price he paid, but he got what he was after. If you be willing and obedient, you can get your stuff. And some of y'all, the devil done lost, been holding your stuff up. You got to get up right. Repent. God, I'm sorry. I know I was wrong. And I ask you to forgive me. And God does that. As soon as you ask him for forgiveness, he granted. Now, turn your attack to the devil. Devil, I come to get my stuff back. 
You've been holding on to it for too long. Yeah, I act a fool, but guess what? God ain't holding that against me. He's already forgiven me for what I'm still regretting. Guess what? It's over, devil. I want my stuff back. You don't go to God to get it because God already released it. You tell that devil, I want my stuff back. And the way you get it back is a newness in you. You start believing now that you got it and it's coming your way. And you start walking up right before him. And he told you he's right back on track. I'm not going to withhold that from you. Devil, you heard them. Let it go. Release it now. Mm -hmm. That's what you put before you. Some of you got to see yourself being victorious. You got to start seeing yourself in victory. You got to start seeing yourself having some nice things in life. You know what that's going to do? It's going to make you go to your, your, uh, your Facebook page and you're going to start deleting some folks. Because mm-hmm. you weren't helping me no way. All that gossip, all that mess, you putting all your business out there, you know what? You ain't going to put mine out there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, because I'm deleting you. Uh-huh. I mean, and I don't get you off my Facebook. I got my phone now. Mm-hmm. I'm letting you go. Because you're causing me to miss my blessings. And at this point, I don't want to miss nothing God has for me. Now, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to help me, then leave me. Because I want all God has for me. Mm-hmm. You got to go, baby. You got to go. Because I hear faith talk. I've seen some things. I see what God wants me to have. And I am not going to let you block my blessing. You want me to be in the same condition that you're in. And I know there's more. I've been knowing that for a long time now. But doggone it, it's time for, doggone it, it's, it's, it's time for me to do something about it. All right? So for the joy that was set before him, he despised the shame. Look, when you start getting in faith and you start believing God and you start paying the price and you don't do, you embrace that cross. How can I make it more plain? Okay, the stuff that you're fighting with, the temptation that you're struggling with, I embrace it. Why? Because guess what? I'm taking you to the altar. I don't care what nobody say about me being at the altar. I don't care what nobody say about me how, how I'm, I, don't, I can't hang with them no more. I don't drink no more. I don't smoke no more. I don't, get, I don't run to women no more. Say what you want to. Why? Because this is my sacrifice. This is the thing that the devil gave me to keep tripping me up. And guess what? Since I can't do it, I've got to release it. I've got to let it go. And the best place I'm going to let it go is I'm going to drag it to the altar. And I'm going to give it up for God. Everybody in here has a sacrifice. Don't come in here and tell me that you don't have nothing to offer the Lord. There's something going on in your life that the devil is planning in your life to try to stop you and get you out of faith. You bring that thing to the altar and you release it. You let it go. You sacrifice it. You let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. Y'all ought to see y'all faces. I mean, can I give you one more scripture? Watch this. Got to learn to stand back. Got to stop giving in to the devil. He's stripping you of your faith. Because he knows that the only way you're going to please God is by faith. So he's trying to strip you of your faith. And unless you make a decision to stand, 
God can't help you. You stop God. You limit God when you stop operating in faith. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 9, King Hezekiah was going up against some stuff. He knew his kingdom was being judged, and he didn't want it to go down, and he knew God was going to get ready to judge him, and, and, and he said, God, you got to have to help me with this. And God trying to encourage the boy through Isaiah, told Isaiah, go tell him what I said. Israel is no stronger than its capital, Samaria, and Samaria is no stronger than its king, Pekah. Pekah is no stronger than Ramalia. Unless your faith is firm, None of these people are stronger than who I am. Everybody's depending on somebody in the natural. But unless your faith is firm, the one who is supernatural can't help you. If you're not determined to turn down the sin light and stop doing wrong, God can't bless you. Thank you for listening to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.com. If you would like to be a blessing to us, please visit the website and select the donations link. Again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.